Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 201 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, we're going to talk about high school football, we're going to talk about college football, Melanie has a little bit of a Royals update, we're going to talk about the Real Housewives, just all manner of things. Such an exciting time here on the other side of 200 episodes, not really, but we can pretend. We also hope that if you are curious about some of the stuff that we mentioned over the course of our episodes, you will check out our Amazon shop. You can find that at amazon.com slash shop slash Big B. And it has just an assortment of things that we have mentioned low over our episodes. So check that out if you get a chance. As always, we are so glad you're here and we hope you enjoy episode 201. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. We're going to go ahead and admit on the front end, Melanie's mic is not stationary today. It's not. It's not stationary. I am not sitting in a beanbag chair. I will have you know. I am sitting in a chair with an ottoman, so it's a more structured chair. Sure. But Perry threw out his back, and so he's laying down in the other room, which is my podcast room, and so... Here I am. So I'm just, I'm going to do my best to hold it really stationary, but Uh we're just going to have to ask for some grace. Right. Because when you get animated, those hands start moving. I know they really do, but I'm going Uh to try to, I'm going to try to really think about it and be present in the moment and not get super excited. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm going to do what the Japanese suggested we do. I'm going to scream inside my heart on the podcast <laughs> today. Okay. At some point I may have to say, come alive, coach Fran. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Get, get excited. Coach yeah. Fran. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I just am going to try to really work on my hand motions. Okay. All right. So. Well, I, I wondered before we started this, if you've recovered from all the exciting um, elaborate celebrations we had for our 200th episode. It was really, we really outdid ourselves. (laughs) We really did. We really did. I felt like it was the most on brand thing ever, but we gave away two gift cards and I will say everybody's comments on that post because we decided I would put the post up on my Instagram. Like everybody was so nice. Like it really does warm my heart when you're like, well, God bless you. You've been listening since 2008. It feels Mm. like there ought to be more for that. Like you ought to get a bigger reward than here's a playlist that we put together. Like it's a, it's a, it's like a Napoleon dynamite. I cooked you a delicious bass is kind of what it feels (laughs) like. It took me forever. I kept saying, I'm going to get the playlist ready, but I couldn't work on it during the week. And so finally, after we got home, I mean, I, 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 I made my list during the week. You made your list during the week. But then in terms of putting it all together in a playlist and getting it published, I didn't do that until Saturday, I think. And so yeah. it took longer than I thought because then I had to, I had all the stuff on Apple Music, but then I had to put it on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And, and so, um, but, you know, it was, it was an offering of the heart is what it was. It was. Listen, Gully has already texted me this morning to tell me how much she is enjoying our playlist. So glad. Uh, with the encouragement that only a best friend can. And her question was, is how many, uh, how many John Mayer songs did we cut due to the Jessica Simpson book? Like, would we have had more John Mayer had we not read Jessica Simpson's book? And I felt like that was a fair point. 100% we would have had more. Yeah. I, I really only pulled from Queen of California and Paradise Valley. I could have gone way back. Mm-hmm. I, I have listened to his first album, or his second album for at this point, 20 years. Yeah, I did. It did affect me. And I also reached a point where I was like, so I can't have all the Justin Timberlake songs. Yeah. We, you know, we probably have a limit um, with that, but all in all, I thought it turned out just as eclectic as I, 
assumed that it would. I don't know where yeah. else you could hear, um, put a praise on it. And then listen, it was all I could do not to put sexy back in that thing. And I just yeah. draw a line, but I wanted to, I wanted I to put sexy back in it. But we do have Senorita in it. So I yes. feel like any playlist that has Senorita by Justin Timberlake, along with Thanks Be To Our God by Travis Cottrell, <laughs> is really that's encompassed. That's how it starts. And that how, that's how it finishes. And that feels very true to us, to me. It does. It does. That, it that, does. that part of Senorita where it's like the ladies and gentlemen at, yeah. at the beginning. I mean, there it's is no better opening to a song ever and uh -uh. and so I, i've listened to it a good bit as i have walked the last few days and it makes me smile yeah i know me too it's one of my all-time favorite justin timberlake songs and mm -hmm. and because of that i just that because that whole thing it just reminds me so much of i don't know like early 90s music and so it makes me super happy mm -hmm. it's good yeah um okay so we had our third high school football game this oh. past weekend Praise be. How was it? Let us all live vicariously through you. I'm going to tell you a few things about it. One is that it was our first game where it was, it was really hot, you mm -hmm. know, where everybody was very hot. Now there was a point at the, in the fourth quarter where it was like a wind blew through and fall ushered it, itself in. It was, mm. it was kind of miraculous. But for those first three quarters, it was warm. It was so humid. But we won, which was great, was delightful. Yes. But because it was an away game, it was also the first time that, that all the guys have been on the bus going back, which means that there were some chants. Mm, which, I love that. Mm -hmm, there were some chants. There were some songs. So Alex had a lot of videos when he got home. And, you know, he has a chant that he likes to do after an away win. Mm -hmm. um, so it was the first time they'd gotten to do that. So all oh. that, all that, that part of it was great fun. It was. Okay. It was so they were fun. able to ride on the bus together. They had to really spread out and they, we okay. had three buses. Nobody could share a seat or anything okay. like that. So and you're just really talking about your juniors and seniors. So mm -hmm. juniors and seniors on three buses. So, okay. um, and it was not a far drive it was yeah. really just right down the road so yeah if it like when we had to go away away that first game then they had to ride with their parents it was too long to be on the bus I'm not sure gotcha. what all the guidelines are for that but I felt like watching college football this weekend which do not get me wrong we'll talk about that praise the lord for college football starting but I was like it's such a mishmash of rules and procedures. And cause I'm like, so the dance team is all wearing masks. The players on the field aren't wearing masks unless they come off on the sidelines in which case some of the coaches are wearing masks, but some of them really kind of aren't. And then none of the fans are wearing masks. I was like, this just feels like, you know what it felt like? Bless our hearts. Like yeah. we just, nobody, we don't know. We don't know. But I was, I laughed cause I was like, there's just no rhyme or reason or procedure or anything so we are mandated by our principal to be consistent mm -hmm. and so um he really he has a whole a whole very encouraging take on that which is really if our teachers stay well then our kids stay in school yes absolutely which is so important right which now. is so important mm -hmm. but i will tell you that a lot of people do not share that philosophy and so mm -hmm. it can be frustrating when you're sitting in close quarters but i won't I won't get into that because I'm just going to be upbeat about the fact that we have a, we had a football game. Yes. And thank goodness for football. And yeah. listen, I'm so glad. And I appreciate that everybody's trying, but I did see a really funny, it was a TikTok or something. And it was like how the CD thank how the CDC thinks we're wearing our masks. And it shows somebody getting a freshly laundered one, like out of the dryer and putting it on. And it was like how we really wear our masks. And it was somebody like in the floorboard of her car, like digging through a bunch of trash to find her mask. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm going to tell you that I fall in that second category. I don't mean to, but I just, it, sometimes I'm just grabbing whatever I can find. See, I'm the first category. I've been okay. like, I have a little hook I've, on our little hooks by the back door where my purse oh. goes. I hang all our, our masks there. And, but again, I'm in a Petri dish every day. So, yes. so that, I think that affects the way that you think about it a little bit, like, you know, in terms of, of and 
golly, like having to get dressed to go to school, yeah. my mask get lipstick all over them because I mm-hmm. put lipstick on in the morning and then I forget. Nobody can see my mouth. No. So I then I have lipstick all over them and I can take it off, if, you know, like when I'm in my office and yeah. my desk and all that kind of stuff. But all that to say, yay football. It does make things feel, um, even seeing it on television this past Saturday, just, I was like, okay, oh. okay. It feels normal. It feels right. It just, I mean, like, even though game day was, I turned on college game day and I was like, it was, it's different because of course they're all in their different locations, you know, all coming together and God bless whoever set up Lee Corso on his fake set on his back patio (laughs) with the cardboard cutouts. I was like, it's it's a treasure. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's like, she knows it's like, she's, let me close the door. Anyway, college game day. Yeah. So I felt like watching it, it, it warmed my heart. I felt like sports is the thing, like it's a unifier that brings us all together mm-hmm. and we just need something to bring us all to. I don't know if you know this, but apparently things are really divisive right now. Oh my gosh. And so it's like, we need something to bring us all together. And I'm like, this is what football does is it gives us all this commonality to cheer for. Um, and I was so touched by Kirk Herbstreet got started crying on college game day and he got so choked up, but I was like, because he gets it, like he's played sports and he knows what that locker room looks like. And when you really put real people and I don't know, it just, it, it breaks down so many barriers and, and it just brings us all together. And I just, I was so happy to see it back on the TV. Listen, the Kirk Herbstreet thing, there have been several things lately. You know, I don't consider myself a super, super emotional person. Mm-hmm. I like to, I, I have a hard time with my feelings. I, I must be operating close to, to maximum capacity. Because yes. there have been several things lately where I've had just to put my head in my hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that Kirk Herbstreet, um, those five, six minutes on college game day, that, that was one of those times. It was so moving. He was so articulate, but I think that much more than his words being moving was his sincerity. Yes. And to see how what he said impacted his co-hosts. And I just, it, it, it was, I don't know. It was just full, full of truth and, and full of such care and compassion and concern and if mm-hmm. we are desperate for anything in this country right now, it is care and compassion and concern and empathy and the ability to get outside of ourselves and just yes. consider how others might feel. And, and then the big thing that I kept thinking about as I sat there with my head in my hands is he understands what it looks like to mourn with those who mourn. Mm, and um, I think the vast majority of people appreciated what he had to say and were grateful to hear him say it. So Yeah. Well, and I think that there's been such a like, and this is a whole, listen, I could preach a whole sermon, I guess on zoom because I can't do it in person (laughs) anywhere, but I feel like there's a whole thing right now about how like COVID has robbed us of so much, like of, of it's, it's stripped away a lot of our humanity. And I feel like a lot of it's isolated us so much and it's put us in all these different things. And I think that's why that's part of why, I mean, listen, I love college football. So I love just seeing football for football, but I also love to see sports coming back because I think the way Kirk Herbstreet, I think he has that empathy because I think he's played with guys of different Mm -hmm. races from different backgrounds and different things. And and it's the way the sport can bring you all together. And that's like a commonality that we share and it gives us something to cheer for. And I think that there's been a whole, listen, I'm going to get into a whole, there's a whole spiritual battle that's going on that is trying to isolate us and take our humanity out of us. And I think that's one of the things that sports brings back to us. And that's why I think it's so important. I think it's important too, because it does take us outside of ourselves so much. And I think that that's, um, it's a sweet thing to remember. It's a sweet thing to see. And um, I'm just, I'm, I'm grateful that people have, have found ways to make it work. And that so far it seems to be working. So I hope it continues to work. So I think it's safe to say at this point that this school year is going to be unlike any other that any of us have ever lived through. Whether our kids are going back to school or logging into a classroom from home or doing a combination, this is different than anything we've ever done before. And as parents, I feel like it can be so hard to give your kids the extra activities that they might need. Not because we don't want to, but I mean my creativity and my patience only goes so far. 
But good news, KiwiCo has a solution. You can get hands-on science and art projects delivered to your door every month. Caroline recently got this buildable speaker and it was so fun to watch her put it together because it was something that she could do creatively that was different than anything else that she could do from stuff that we already had at the house. Your kids will be so excited to see these arrive in the mail, especially at a time when we can't go to museums and other fun places because they're closed down. It's a fun activity that comes straight to them. And you'll be surprised at how high quality the materials are. That was what I was most impressed with. I couldn't believe that it actually worked. These are real engineering, science, and art projects for children to fit whatever their interests are. As a parent, it can be so hard to find things to keep kids busy and challenged, but KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can spend the quality time tackling projects together. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid at KiwiCo. You can get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line at kiwico.com bigboo. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash Big Boo. So I went over to Gully's on Saturday because Perry was at the ranch. Caroline was at the friend. And then I was home. And so Gully had been wanting me to come help her clean out her closet, which I'm going to tell you, there are two things that I've decided that I really enjoy doing. Yes. Well, number one, we've always known. I love a closet clean out. Yes, you do. God, I love a closet clean out. Like I just, it, I take so much joy in it and Gully and I are very different. So Gully, they remodeled their house like two years ago. So she has this big, huge closet now. And, but Gully is not like me. Like her hangers are all mismatched. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's just kind of, she just has an array of whatever. Um, and, you know, because she'd been in the process of moving, she had a lot of things. So number one, we got rid of a ton of stuff that I was like, that needs to go. That needs to go. That needs to go. And then after we kind of pared it down to what she was going to keep, like I couldn't stand it. Like I was kind of sitting there and I was like, I'm going to need to come through here and I'm going to need to get some semblance of order to these hangers. So like I had to take everything (laughs) off. And what I really wanted to do was go buy her some velvet hangers right then and there, but I didn't. I was like, we're just going to do the best we can with what we have here. Right. I feel and like this is something that we see in the book of Proverbs, is it yeah. not? <laughs> this is. It is. This is a level so first, of care and wisdom that we see in the book of Proverbs. Mm-hmm. And so first I got all the hangers to finally kind of go to some extent where we at least had the same kind, even though they weren't as color coordinated. And then I stepped back and looked at it and I said, okay, now I'm going to show you the way I do mine. I said, what I would really like to see is we need to put all your dresses here and then we're going to do your shirts by color Uh and, and style here, like so dressy, casual, whatever. But I was like, I don't know why, because I'm so unorganized in every other category of my life, but that closet thing to Uh me is just, I just love it so much. The other thing that I have discovered about myself that I like, and then I want to circle back around to football because there's a point, but I, um, I have been looking at some of Caroline's friends, college essays. They've sent them to me to edit. And I have discovered that I love editing an essay. How about it? Listen, here's what I'm going to tell you. Here's what you're discovering. This is where your nine goes to a three. Mm-hmm. This is where like the, the things that you care about deeply, you, you're super efficient in those places, right? Yes. So clothes you enjoy. Yes. So you're super efficient with those and then writing you enjoy. Mm-hmm. So you're being super helpful and, and efficient and giving with that. I love it. Yeah. So it's kind of been, because I think I've never really gotten to, cause like you send me your stuff when you're writing it, but you're such a good writer and obviously you're an English teacher. So it's not like I'm having to make a lot of, when I look at yours, it's more like, oh, this is just really good. Or maybe move this here or tell this story here, right. but there's not, I'm not doing any real editing cause you edit yourself to death. So I don't need to go in and edit. It's more about the content, but I'm I, a little obsessive. You are. And it's, and that's why it's good. Cause you send me clean stuff, but I like figuring out like, here's how you could make this sentence better. Mm-hmm. Here's how you could make this stronger. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I have an English teacher inside of me and mm-hmm. I didn't even know. I didn't. Well, even I know you did, or you wouldn't be a writer. Like you had, well, there has to true. be one in there or you wouldn't, you wouldn't love writing as much as you do. Well, that's true. I love that so. you've discovered Mrs. Shankle. I mean, well, that makes me happy. Yeah. So anyway, so that's that, but all that to say, help Gully clean out her closet. And then we sat on her couch and we turned on the S- SMU was playing Texas state and 
you think that's a game that I don't even know that under normal circumstances in a college football season I would bother to watch, but I was so excited to sit and watch that SMU Texas State game. Yes, ma'am. I cannot even tell you. And one of those Texas State receivers made a one-handed touchdown grab that was one of the most remarkable things I've ever seen. Mm. And so um, I really loved it. But so it got Gully and I in a discussion. So here's, here's what, can you hear my dogs? I can, but it's fine. I don't, I'm okay. not worried about it. Somebody's walking by. They're real did, did you not just hear Hazel a minute ago? We just have, well, to, <sighs> we have to play the cards we're dealt here on the big boo cast is what I'm going to say. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So Gully and I got in this discussion on Saturday night and I thought about you because I nearly texted you at the time. So Caroline had been at a friend's house and they had watched the SMU Texas state game. And after it was over, um, the dad was so mad about, and SMU won by the way, but, mm -hmm. but was so mad about the way that they played that he said that he couldn't bless the food, that he didn't <laughs> think that he could say a blessing for the food. And I can't relate so, at all to this. I don't understand. And I was so tickled. And so I texted that to Gully and she responded and she said, I love someone whose prayer won't be fruitful because of a football <laughs> game. That's right. Who? Yes. There's a barrier between that person and the Holy Spirit. Yes. Because and of so, the reaction. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can't, you can't. And so then she said, I have a whole list of football if then statements that if you have an experience, then you are not a true fan. And so it made me think, I think that's a great, like, because, and so I said, that's exactly right. I said, if you haven't lost sleep over your team losing a football game, then we aren't friends. Right. And I would say if you haven't lost sleep over your team winning a football game, because you and I both know there's nothing better than a big win and, yep. and knowing that you're not going to bed anytime soon. Mm -mm. Because mm -mm, you have gonna, to read. You all have the things. to read. You need to see reactions. I will never forget when State beat Auburn five years ago, in twenty no six years ago in twenty fourteen, and it was the game that was going to make us the number one team, mm -hmm. which of course has never happened in the history of ever. And so I'll never forget leaving that game and being so frustrated that I had to be the one to drive home. Yeah, because she was going to get to be on her phone. For yes. two hours and mm -hmm. see all the things. And I didn't, I didn't necessarily want her to read it to me. Yeah. Like I wanted to sit and cocoon and read. So when we finally got home, we both went, we got our laptops, we went in the living room and like bundled up in blankets. And I don't, I mean, it, we had to have sat there until two 30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The, the losing sleep after a win is one of the greatest things ever. Ever. It really, it really is because mm -hmm. there's so much good because there's all the memes that people mm -hmm. have come up with. There's all the different things. Um, so Gully also threw out, she said, if you haven't thrown a t-shirt in the trash during a game in the name of superstition, <laughs> I can't watch with you. And I said, that's right. If, uh, I, and two, if you haven't changed clothes, like if you haven't felt yeah. like what you're wearing is not getting it done as far as what your, your little piece of the collective effort is supposed to be, you need to change. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. You know, and so yeah. And then she said, if <laughs> this was one that we, she said, if someone didn't almost ruin your vacation because they disparaged your Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, <laughs> then don't talk to me. <laughs> oh, gosh. And that is the true one that we've really had. Mm -hmm. And then um, what was it? Uh, she said, if you don't get annoyed because somebody wants to quote Bible verses to your quarterback on Twitter, then I can't be your friend. Yeah. I was like, that's right. And then this is one that I've made me howl that I knew you would love. She said, she said, you know, every, she, or this wasn't an if then, but she said, everyone in the SEC also has at some point, you know, somebody that you call brother-in-law who has to take to the bed if LSU loses. <laughs> all of the above. Mm -hmm. And so I thought about, and this was mine too, as I said, if you haven't had to go lock yourself away in a room, a car, a small space to finish watching a game. 100% or to just avoid watching the end of the game because you're terrified. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. we've talked about this recently, but one time State playing LSU, I think that same season, that 2014 season, and the um I, I like I was so tense at the end of the game because LSU was coming back I just went in a room and hid like yeah. hid hid from the game from others <laughs> I just needed to be alone I didn't I just I, I I did not have the cardiac fortitude to sit there and endure watching it play out in real time yeah 
Yeah, I get that. I totally it's, get it's that. It's something else. It's yeah. something else. I mean, that's, Gully, I told her, I said, if you haven't yelled at your own child to quit eating chips so loud during a stressful game, <laughs> then I don't understand you. That's right. That's right. I mean, it's, but golly, I'm so glad it's back. It just, it makes me so happy because I'm like, it's the great uniter and it gives us something to talk about. And it's just, I don't know. It's just fun. It is. It's so fun. I, you know, last year when, when, state won the egg bowl when Ole Miss, I mean, when we blocked that last, um, I mean, like end of the game, extra point mm -hmm. after, after the player hiked his leg in the end zone and they had to back up and kick a really long extra point. We were so loud that, that other family members just left the room. Yeah. <laughs> it was, and Hazel was beside herself because we, I, I don't know when we have ever been that loud. It was the same deal, even with, 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 um, women's basketball. And whenever state was in the, the final four, we beat UConn, Alex and I were so, so loud. I feel like we, we woke neighbors. Like you just can't, yeah. it's too much, it's too much joy. It, it, yeah. It's too much joy. It is. It's, it's too, I mean, I will never forget what A&M beat Alabama in 2013 I think that was that we no in 2012 that right Gully and I number one we had both wet our pants <laughs> at some point jumping up and down because we didn't go to the bathroom and then the game got exciting and then it ended and we freaked out and that we loaded up our cars and loaded up our kids in the car with an Aggie flag and just drove around the neighborhood and just honked and honked nobody cared it was like our own parade but it's like you're so fueled up you're like I've got to do something with this energy you're so excited what can I do uh-huh you can't yeah. run you can't really run through a wall that would hurt so yeah. you have to find some way to channel the energy it's the yeah. best oh it I love the sports the they make me so happy I know. Thank goodness that they're coming back. I mean, mm -hmm. it was like this weekend, I was like, what all is going on? We had the U.S. Open. We had the Kentucky Derby. We had like the NBA finals. We had college football. I was like, this is, it's like, we, it's like an overload of sports. Mm -hmm. It really, it was, it was fantastic. I'm going to mm -hmm. tell you something else that was fantastic. And I, we have not talked about this, so I'm assuming you've seen it, but I don't know that you have. Yeah. But it was two episodes ago on the Real Housewives of New York. Mm-hmm when they celebrated Dorinda's birthday. Did you see this? Oh, I did. Oh, I did. Oh, we did talk about it a little bit mm. because, okay, I remember now I texted you and Luann saying happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> the, the cuts to the commentary from Dorinda, that whole sequence, it was maybe 90 seconds total. Uh -huh. It was 90 of the finest seconds of television I've ever watched. It was just it really the, was the 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 earnestness of Luann's rendition of happy birthday mm -hmm. and the 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 low-key troll of Delin <laughs> of Dorinda's reaction it was it it was a gift is what it was like I it just makes me so happy it made me so happy and then if that weren't enough the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion was on was that this uh, past week yes it was there, I don't know anybody in my life who dresses like that. I don't know. No. I don't know anybody who, who even for like a cocktail party and I don't even know when I've been to a cocktail party, but yeah. I, I really don't, but like, mm -hmm. I don't know anybody who, who dresses quite like mm -mm. they do, but Kyle's outfit, especially oh the purple with the huge shoulder pads in it like yep. and andy cohen said she looked like um alexis <laughs> carrington Col alexis carrington colby yes. <laughs> she did she yeah. was straight out of 1985 dynasty she was she mm -hmm. was i mean with that hair she had the hair she had the whole thing but then garcelle had on that thing with the yellow and the oh, feathers yeah and the whole <clears throat> and listen it's but i'm like one of those outfits makes up probably is worth everything that's in my closet currently. A hundred percent. Yeah. Can you even imagine? But then yeah. I thought Teddy is such a mystery to me with her pink hair. I'm like, what makes you decide you're going to go just with the all pink hair? I don't know. And Dorit's always got some apparatus on her head. Oh. It's just, I don't know. It, it's, 
you know, just football and the Real Housewives. These are two things that can pull me out of some doldrums. Yeah. I mean, Dorit's hair clip budget alone oh. eclipses what I spend in a year on everything. On anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> on anything. It, it's more than you spend on anything. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. It is. She takes it very seriously. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I thought it's interesting because, you know, Dorinda, she's leaving New York. And so I thought Dorinda's leaving and I was like, and then Tinsley's gone. And then Bethany obviously isn't coming back. And I was like, and by the time New York ended, I was like, Oh golly, I'm exhausted. Mm -hmm. I was exhausted because mm -hmm. Luann, God bless her. Nobody believes her own press. Like Luann <laughs> believes her own press. Well, you know, she has a new song. Mm -hmm. Uh, what was it? Viva, Viva La Diva or something yeah. like that. <laughs> and and her cabaret she, and she sang you know, she sang it live on the final episode or, or kind of live she sang it to a tape but i mean if, if she found a note that was part of that original track i didn't i didn't hear it <laughs> but it was not for lack of trying like yeah. i admire her confidence i really yeah. do you know yeah we should all operate from that kind of self-confidence because we should all operate from that kind of self-confidence you're exactly right so mm -hmm. anyway it made me happy yeah so it'll be interesting to see because new york's going to need a real overhaul and i just don't know that at this stage in my life i don't know that i can get invested in yeah new new york characters it's kind of like when the oc did the overhaul i was like okay bye yeah yeah you're just kind of like eh, i don't care i like to see the i like the ogs you mm -hmm. know what i mean so mm -hmm. that's that's it so recently I became a Thrive Market member. Y'all know how much I love anything that I can get delivered to my door and they have become my one-stop shopping for organic groceries and beauty products. I love their organic grain-free berry burst granola and I've become slightly addicted to their vanilla mint lip balm. It's so good. I love their selection of healthy snacks and can't imagine trying out new snack options that we desperately need now that we're at home most of the time anywhere else because it's delivered right to my door. Once you try Thrive Market, you'll love it as much as I do. And here's why. Thrive Market tailors to over 70 different diets and values like paleo, keto, or plant-based. Not that I eat any of those, but I do like healthy options. They deliver the highest quality organic and sustainable essentials from groceries, healthy snacks, meat and seafood, clean wines, non-toxic cleaning, and bath and body. And y'all know I love to try some new beauty products, especially organic ones that are maybe made from berries. It just makes choosing healthy options so easy, and I'm a fan of any type of online shopping. It's just so much simpler. Plus, I love reading all the product reviews to figure out what I should order. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bigboo. Join today, and you'll get a free gift of your choosing up to $22 in value. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash bigboo to start your risk-free membership and get a free gift today thrivemarket.com slash big boo. Um, now I'm going to tell you who else has been busy. Let's talk about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's Netflix deal. Okay. I don't know anything about this except that I saw a headline at some point during the week that they had signed a Netflix deal, but I don't know anything about it because I didn't read the article, which well, feels very 2020 to me. Yes. <laughs> so, so. Uh, well, here's what... <laughs> Here's what I thought about them. I'm like, remember at the beginning of this year that the biggest thing that we had going on was that they were leaving the monarchy. Remember, that was like the yeah. biggest thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then today it's come out that they've now paid back the $2.4 million that they spent of the taxpayers' money to renovate Frogmore. So I'm assuming that Netflix must have cut them a check that they decided to go ahead and pay back the queen for this deal. And listen, I don't, I don't know the whole story. I don't know what's going on. There's there's speculation that this Netflix deal maybe is worth a lot. Maybe it's not. Okay. I'm just saying that if we don't think that there is eventually going to be a Sussex Royal line of towels at Target, I think you're kidding themselves because I'm saying that they are the Duke and Duchess of merch is what I'm going to tell you. Here's what I'm going to tell you excites me about the Netflix deal that I've not read anything about. Okay. As I feel like, though, for those of us who like a story about royalty, mm -hmm. I feel like if they would just please go in that direction, we could really take that little genre up a notch, right? Yes. I feel like if we could get, if we could get them to script some, some 
I don't know, movies on Netflix, a series. I would really love a series on Netflix about the, the royal family mm-hmm. besides the crown, of course, which is coming back. Um, I don't know. I think, you know, I'd be, I'd be here for that. But I, I mean, I guess everybody's got to hustle and, and they are no exception. Well, I guess I'm just very skeptical. You know me, I've been cynical about the whole thing from the beginning. And I think that they've signed this deal that is allegedly is worth over a hundred million dollars. So you have that, but then I'm going to tell you about the, so it says that they may, it may include a documentary about princess Diana, but I'm like, number one, I think that's so tricky to do because how does that make William feel? And that supposedly it's going to be, they're producing an array of content for the streaming giant, including documentaries, docuseries, feature films, scripted shows, and children's programming. So it feels very vague to me, is what I'm going to say. And I just, I I don't know how I feel about it. Does this feel to you a little bit like you, you are still reading um, The Air Affair and this is a plot line in it? It does a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it feels it's a, a whole lot like that to me. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like if I were the queen, I can't imagine that the queen is super happy about this because it's like, so now you're off and you're, you've done this Netflix deal. So you're kind of trading on the Royal name, which I think is questionable. And yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know what to think about it. I just think that I, I don't know. And here's my other problem with it is so now opposed supposedly too. so the Invictus games, which is what Harry created for soldiers who had been uh, wounded in the line of duty. And it was like an Olympic type of thing. So now they've backed out and Harry's not going to be part of the Invictus games. Oh, and that troubles me because I feel like, so we're going to do our Netflix deal, but we aren't going to be part of this charity that we founded I just, I don't know. I just have some questions. That's all I'm saying. Well, the only good thing I think, well, not the only good thing, but I think one good thing about the Netflix thing is at least they said that they were going to have to get out there and figure out a way to make a living. And they are, they are getting out there and figuring out a way to make a living. It's just maybe it'll be interesting to see how that sort of overlaps and dovetails with the, with the Royal piece. Cause you, you gotta, I don't know. I would just be surprised if it didn't, if there was no overlap at all. But, yes. But maybe yes. I'm wrong. I don't know. Like, like I said, I have not read any articles. So No. And listen, if I mean, if Kate and I could sit down and talk about it, that would be, you know, <laughs> right. I would like to know her thoughts and how mm-hmm. she feels about it. Um, so which speaking of, so on the same world train, so I finished reading over the weekend. So I read it in two days. I read Majesty, which is the second in the American Royal series uh-huh. by Catherine McGee. Finished listen, it. It's it on my days. iPad. I'm reading another book right now, but as soon as I finish it, I'm starting Majesty. It's, it's okay. Hope, hopefully today. It was good. I'm going to tell you, it did not disappoint. So I like that whole, I mean, if you're looking for light, fluffy about the royal family, um, not, no, not about the royal family, but uh, with the royal component, because what the American Royals does is it imagines had George Washington been a king, if, if America was a monarchy, but it's your modern day now. So you have like, a queen and an American queen and the court, but it's all takes place in Washington, DC. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. And it's exactly what I need right now. Mm -hmm. It is, it's the chocolate chip cookies and milk that I need in my life right now. It just goes down easy. Mm -hmm. It's comforting. It's a little fluffy. It doesn't require me to think a lot. And I'm all for that. Yeah. It's the, 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 the drama in it is just right. You know, it's not too high stakes, but there's, but there are moments, I'm talking about the first one. I haven't read the second one yet, but yeah. I can't wait to read the second one. Um, I'm trying to get back on a reading thing because I had not been a good reader. And so I had already ordered and I'm starting today or tonight. I'm going to start in five years, which is a book by Rebecca Searle. Okay. That I think Karen Howell, I, Karen, Howell, Karen Howell is where I get all my recommendations because I feel like if she liked it, I'll like it. That feels mm-hmm. safe to me. Um, so I'm starting that next. Okay. In five years. So okay. we'll see. I'll, I'll report back on how that goes. There's another book that keeps popping up and I don't know anything about it. It, oh yeah, it's called Transcendent Kingdom. And then oh. somebody messaged me today and said that they had read it and loved it. So I'm going to look on Amazon. I really oh. don't, don't know what it's about, but I am, I am for sure going to order it. Um, just cause I think when, you, I don't know when recommendations keep popping up, yeah. But but it says, okay, let's see. So okay, somebody is a six year PhD candidate in neuroscience. Mm. Uh, 
oh, she's determined to discover the scientific basis for the suffering she sees all around her. Oh, but she finds herself hungering for her childhood oh. faith and grappling with the evangelical church in which she was raised. Oh, oh I think I would enjoy, I think I would enjoy that. Yes. Okay. I think I would like that. Okay. So, um, anyway, it's one of Jenna Bush Hager's picks. Oh, okay. Well, I feel like you can't go wrong with one of her picks either. I know she, she does a great job. Okay. I'm going to, mm -hmm. I'm buying that right now. Okay. All right. Well, you'll have to report back. I'm going to buy with one click. I love buying with one click. Mm -hmm, I do too. Okay. So I think it's my turn this week to talk about my favorites, to talk oh, about my five favorites. Do tell. Did you forget we were doing that? Because I did. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're so good. We're so good with like trying to be consistent about something. Listen, really I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you that, mm -hmm. well, and speaking of, I'm going to tell you that my favorite, my favorite, actually not my favorite, my thing that was the most on brand for us was that two weeks ago. So like every two weeks we have a call with our business coach, Retha, who's helped <laughs> us so much with the podcast. And two weeks ago, we both completely flaked on that call. Like oh. it, it wasn't like it was even like until Reetha oh. texted eight o'clock that night. That was like, y'all okay? You missed your call today. And I know that we both went, oh, like it was just. It was so, was, hey, it's this Tuesday. That's, to, that's I tomorrow. I was going I set an alarm because I was like, I cannot do that again because she's so on it. And she's so organized and I felt so, and I know you did too, but I thought, well, this feels so incredibly on brand that both of us just completely spaced on the call and couldn't even say like, oh my gosh, I got so caught up and I had a doctor's appointment, whatever. Oh no, I was just home and no, didn't get on the I didn't call. even think about it. And I'm going <laughs> to no. tell you what, I just realized I have an appointment for a manicure tomorrow afternoon that <laughs> during our call, I'm going to have to change it. I'm going to have to change that. Sure am. Oh, but anyway, it's yeah, struggle. So, it's a struggle. So, so I've been thinking for a whole week about my five favorites. I have not, but I did think about it today. So I'm going to tell you okay. five things that I'm loving. Um, and the first one is easy breezy because it's just our playlist. I really do. I, there's something mm -hmm. about having all that music in one place. Yeah. And a lot of it is music that we've shared, like that we've, mm -hmm. we've kind of passed back and forth. Um, there's, there's a lot of it that, you know, I don't know. It just makes me smile. And so I've walked with it a few times and with that playlist a few times and it just makes me happy. So that's my first yeah, one. Of it's my good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm real pleased. We did a good job. You did a good job putting that together. Thank you. You know, I'm very particular about the, the sequence and the order of a playlist. It's kind of like writing a paragraph to me. Uh -huh. um, okay. The, the second thing is also music and I can't even remember how this particular album came across my um I, I, I maybe it was, i know i do it was social media somebody posted about it on social media several days ago and then somebody recommended it to me not too long after i had listened to it for the first time but it's an, a new album by a gospel artist named melvin crispell the third and it's okay. called I Got a testimony you know how i feel about gospel music yes and um it is some talk back gospel music. It is uh, so good. And his voice is amazing. He, I think he was on Sunday best on BET this past season. That album is phenomenal. And okay. um, so I love, I love it. Um, you know, I like some strong, strong gospel music. Um, then the other thing is, you know, Chef's Table is maybe my favorite Netflix series ever. And they just came out with a new installment that is focused all on barbecue. And okay. I'm going to tell you, you need to watch the first episode okay. because the first episode focuses on a woman named Tootsie. And I don't know if I'm saying her last name correctly, but I think it's, it's either, I, I'm, I'm going to guess that it's Tominettes. I don't know that that's right. I always okay. put the syllables in the wrong place. Um, but she is a treasure and she, um, works the pits at snow's barbecue in texas and i don't I, and you'll probably have a better much better sense of all the pieces and parts of that okay. but it's it I, I was in tears not even seven minutes in okay. okay i mean she is just 
a remarkable woman and I think you will love her story and it, something else. Okay. So, um, and then it, there's also an episode that focuses on Rodney Scott, who has a barbecue place in, um, in Charleston. And, okay. and I, then I, then I went back in my mind thinking like, did they eat there on Southern charm? Did they ever eat there on Southern charm? Mm. But it just very inspiring. Like I kept thinking if he had a team, I would want to be on it. You know what I mean? Like yes. he's just got that kind of like laser focus. How do we get better? What can I do today that I didn't do yesterday? Like he's just kind of lives with that mentality. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, it's so good. So I love any chef's table, but these barbecue episodes are um, great. Okay. Well, I, you know, it was funny because you mentioned it. Did you put it on your stories yesterday or like over the I weekend? Put it on, I, I mentioned it on Twitter yesterday. Okay. Well, I saw that you had mentioned it and then I saw it was either Angie or Todd Smith's story and it was Angie like sobbing uncontrollably <laughs> and Todd asking her, what are you watching? And she was like, it was chef's table barbecue. And yeah. then I saw somebody else. So I was like, oh, this must be really good. Like mm-hmm. it was, so I'm, it's on my list. I'm going to watch it for well, sure. I, I, I mentioned in my, one of my tweets about it I mentioned our our dear friend Phil Rosenthal oh Phil (laughs) which I listen I would love it if he were our dear friend but you know Mm -hmm. um I mentioned it and I just said I suspect that this is something that you would love and he replied and said I do oh okay so but I'm telling you that the episode with Tootsie is like a good sermon it's just Uh, oh it's so good okay so that's another so is that my third that was my third thing so playlist Melvin Crispell III, Chef's Table Barbecue. And then my fourth thing is um, the Pilcrow Chords from Anthropology. Yes, tell us. You told me that you wanted me to, to give you a, my, my thoughts after I, did. I came in. I got them, I timed it where I got some kind of sale. I don't mm-hmm. know which sale, I, you know, but I got them on sale. And they came in this week and they are so soft. I got the pink color. And oh, they color. look like they're cropped in the picture, but they're not cropped on me. They okay. may be once I get some really tall boots on, but they're just, they're so soft and they've got just a little stretch to them. And I think I'll, I'm going to wear the fire out of them once it's cool okay. enough to wear them. That is so exciting. Yeah. And they're high-waisted, which it's a great quality in a corduroy, if mm-hmm. you ask me. Mm-hmm. It um, is. I like that. Mm-hmm. And then my last thing is that there's a new OPI collection. And for some reason, this always makes me happy when there's a new round of colors to choose from. Oh, yeah. So um, anyway, there's a new color that I'm going to try when I, whenever I get my nails done, which okay. will not be Tuesday because we have a call with Retha. Yeah, won't be Tuesday at three because otherwise uh-uh. we're going to be in trouble again. Yeah. So okay. anyway, um, so those are my five things. All right. What, um, give us the color, like what color are you thinking? Like what color-ish is it? I always like to know that. So there's a, gr- a gray in there that's kind of a, mm. a blue, greeny gray that's called Susie Talks With Her Hands. And that's the one okay. I want to try first, I think. Okay. I had to go into, and there's also a really good, like deep burgundy, which mm-hmm. we'll find later on in football season. And I almost hate to go into the grays this early because then you're so ready for, you know, lighter springy colors by the time, yeah here but I'm also at this point I'm really tired of all my my lighter colors mm-hmm. I just want something mm-hmm. a little different okay okay I did white I went back to just white on my toes I guess last week Caroline and I both went for pedicures mm-hmm. because I was like I don't I don't know what else to get right now and I'm still wearing sandals and I yeah. probably will be for you know at least another month so I just went with white, but then next time I'll be ready to start transitioning to a darker color. And I didn't do my nails again because I don't go anywhere. So why, <laughs> why do I need my nails painted? Mine are broke down right now. Uh-huh. I haven't had them done in probably a month, almost or probably th- over three weeks. So they're, they're bad. I wore my sneakers last week. Oh, and they were great. They were comfortable. I wore them with that black, with a black, that black dress I'd ordered from Amazon, just like I said I was going to, because I picked my clothes out and they were great. I loved them. Okay. So, okay. I'm so happy. They're, they're so cute. Wind. Mm-hmm. Okay. They are so cute. You know, I still haven't gotten my booties in from Nordstrom. Are you kidding me? <clears throat> yeah. I don't know what. I had gotten an email that said they were going to be delayed and they, apparently they weren't kidding because they have been delayed. So I don't know where they are, but I'm dying to try them because I'm like, if they don't work, I need to know so I can move on. Well, yeah. 
So that was Gally and I had a whole discussion when I was cleaning out her closet. Cause she was like, what about these booties? And she agreed. She was like, I hate booties. And I said, I do too. And she said, and I keep thinking they're going to go away. And I said, me too. I said, and they just don't, they're just. See, I need them to stay because I, with my high arch, you know, I can't do the boots just rarely work for me. I know, so. I know. I mean, I get it, but it's, and I mean, I'm hoping that I'll like these better, but I'm just like, it's so rare that I find, oh my gosh. I just looked, they canceled my booties. I just looked on my oh, Nordstrom. Listen, I didn't know what had happened. <laughs> was there a rodent? Was there an insect? Was the UPS truck pulling up with the booties as we're talking? I, there's so many options going through my head. They, they canceled, canceled them. them. They canceled well. them. Mm. Oh, Nordstrom. They canceled them. Well, this is going to be like Sam Edelman all over. It's the chameleon boot. It's in Sam Edelman. And I'm going to tell you, here's the worst part. And I may call Nordstrom about this. So I ordered them in the cloud color because I thought that was probably what I would want. That that was what, but I was also the cloud suede, but I was also not opposed. Oh no, I'm going to tell you what's even worse. They canceled my order and they have them in stock at regular price. So they're not on sale uh, anymore. And they were half price. They were half price. I would not have gotten them for full price. I didn't want to pay full price. So the whole reason I ordered, so they canceled my order and now they're back in stock. Oh, I'm calling Nordstrom. Oh, okay, you've got Stay it. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> I've got a bee in my bonnet. Here, here comes this. Norma Ray, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Donna Martin graduates. That's what I say. This is going to be my air. Martin graduates. My Aaron Brockovich moment. <laughs> oh, I'm calling Nordstrom as soon as this deal's over. I mean, okay. they canceled, they flat out canceled my order and here they are. You were just this close to going those <laughs> low down. <laughs> Nordstrom, how could Nordstrom do me Listen, that way? Nordstrom's going to make it right. I believe that Nordstrom will make it right. I really hope that they do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be so disappointed if they don't. I mean, mm -hmm. I realize that I'm not a triple gold... <laughs> double diamond sapphire member I, but listen still. but like the Nordstrom system really it feels impossible to me I don't know how to I don't know how to navigate it no, I don't know no. how to do you all can't. the things that you have to do oh my goodness I cannot even believe it okay well well, uh, well this is fortunately this, we're at the end of the episode so well, you can call right away to address your grievances oh I'm calling right now I'm looking at the number that says chat with us or call I'm calling right now so okay. I'm going to see, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. So stay tuned, everybody. This is, if Meghan Markle is looking for a Netflix series or a docudrama to produce, I may have one for her right here. <laughs> oh, so on that note, everyone, <laughs> thanks as always for listening. And we can't wait to talk to you later so you can find out about the booties. Stay tuned for more first world problems that we will bring to you next week. Okay. All right. We'll talk okay. to you later. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.